relationships. They can be very beautiful and they can also be quite challenging. But one thing they should never be is unhealthy. Please join me and relationship counselors Mark and Laura Cheers as we discuss matters in singlehood, marriage, and ways not to be fooled in a relationship. You don't want to miss this episode, so please stay tuned. Hey everyone, it's MJ. Thank you for joining me once again. I hope you are having an amazing day today. I just want to take the time out to say to all of our listeners and subscribers, thank you for your love and support. And for those of you who are new to the Change My Life family, welcome. I hope that you will subscribe. There will be many inspirational episodes that will be coming your way. You can follow us also on social media. We're on Facebook as well as Instagram at Change My Life Podcast. So thanks again for your love and support. Okay, I am very, very excited about today's episode and my very special guests. They serve in the ministry as marriage and relationship counselors at their church, Friendly Temple Church of God in Christ. And they are one of my favorite couples in the whole entire world. And I would like to welcome them to today's show, none other than Mark and Lara. Cheers. Welcome to Change My Life. Hey, What's happening? <laughs> hello. Hello, everyone. Yes, they're going to drop this knowledge on us today about love and relationships. Um, they've been ahead of the game because I know everybody is calling them their significant other, Bay right now. But they've been doing saying Bay to each other for how long? 29 years. 29 years. And how long have you guys been married? Well, we've been married 29 years. We've been together for 36 years. Wow. That's very awesome. And I know they have so much wisdom and knowledge to give to us on this subject. So let's get into it. How y'all doing today? I'm fantastic. We're doing great. We're doing great. Awesome. So I think it will be cool to kick off this interview with some questions for the singles we're going to deal with singles we're going to deal with the married folks as well um this show is to help you know we have a lot of people dealing with different relationship issues and this show is to really help just bring some enlightenment and give some wisdom and knowledge and we don't want anyone to devalue themselves in a relationship no relationship should be unhealthy so this episode is to help people um who are dealing with different issues and relationships to give you that knowledge and wisdom that you need to make it healthy so let's start with the single people we know that it's a lot of times it's misquoted but we know that in proverbs 18 and 22 the bible says whoso findeth a wife findeth a good thing and obtaineth favor of the lord so my first question is, is it wrong for a woman to pursue a man? <laughs> if I'm single and I feel like I'm ready, is it wrong for me to get on a little dating website and do a little fishing? Is it wrong for me to go to a, a little social gathering and look around? So 
you know, because a lot of people in church will say, you know, he's supposed to find you. The man is supposed to find you. So is it wrong <laughs> for a woman to pursue a man? Well, pursue is a, is a strong word. So I don't believe that a woman should pursue a man. And uh, when you mentioned the dating sites, uh, I wouldn't necessarily say that is in pursuit. You're making yourself available. I believe things could happen on a dating site that could introduce you to somebody that could be the person that is your soulmate. But looking to pursue after man is not a good thing just because of the nature of a man. The nature of a man is not to be chased. He's looking for somebody. And when a man pursues after a woman, and it's a woman that he has an interest in, he's going to go all out. He's going to do everything he can to get that woman. And even in that, a woman has to be careful because when he gets what he wants, if his intentions are not honest, he'll be gone after that. Hmm. So if you're just putting yourself out there, the thought is that this girl is thirsty. <laughs> I can get whatever I want in a short amount of time. And I can go ahead and do whatever I'm going to do after that. So you give them a, a head position or a head start where they don't have to uh, be everything that you're looking for because you're thirsty. Wow. That's pretty strong and deep. And so should I just sit and wait on the man to find me then? Well, sit and wait is not a good thing. That, that's, that's never a good idea to be stagnant. So you're always uh, about your father's business. Mm. Not that you are none, but you're making, you're making your life better. You're out in business because there's always a chance to make yourself better. So a lot of times you're growing. Sometimes you're reinventing. But in that process is where you potentially could find the person that's your soulmate because in your business, you may run into somebody with similar interests, and that may be the person that you're looking for. Wow. So never become stagnant waiting on somebody to find you. That's not God's intention. Hmm. That's good stuff right there. Thank you for that. That leads me into this next question. Um, you have some people out there. They're, you know, they're a good catch. They work a good job. They keep themselves up physically, spiritually. You know, they're, they are doing things. They're not stagnant. But they keep attracting the quote-unquote wrong kind of people in their life. Why okay. is that? Why, you know, they're working. They're, they're doing things in the ministry. You know, they're doing different things. But the wrong people keep coming to them. So why is that? That is a really good question. <laughs> so attraction is very strong, and attraction can pick up a wide range of people. Just think of it as a net being thrown into the water. And with so many fish in the sea, you're going to attract multiple types of fish. And so that net is one thing, but what you take in, it's a different thing. Mm. And so oftentimes with what you attract is based on what what you're accepting. And so you're accepting. 
accepting the same type of thing because of familiarity. And so it may have been the first person that you dated, and because it's familiar, you see those qualities in a person, and you think that that's just, this is the person that's supposed to be in your life. And it's not necessarily the case. And oftentimes, if it's a relationship or if it resembles a past relationship, that relationship was a failed relationship. Mm. And so you only remember the good parts of the relationship and you see those qualities in that person because it's the beginning of a relationship. And so you don't see the bad parts yet. And the key thing is that when you see those bad parts or those parts that resemble the old relationship, it's up to you to let that thing go. Because that person doesn't know all that you've been through, but you know and you remember. Now, if you choose to ignore those signs, because the signs are there, uh, you're putting yourself in a bad place. But you've seen this before, and you know what the end of it is. And rather than sit there and waste time, because that's what it becomes, you're wasting time until the end. Let that thing go, and then you can get the thing that's supposed to be for you. Wow, that's really, really deep. So when that wrong kind of person comes around, that's really is some sort of attraction there that's making you kind of fall into that trap. That's kind of what you're saying. Yep, there's an attraction there. Uh, there's an attraction to the similarities of the old relationship, and there's also that piece of failure that you want to make that thing right. Mm. If I do this with this person this time, it may work out. And that's not necessarily the case. Um, those bad qualities are just bad. Bad qualities. Mm. And the saying is, you can't teach an old dog new tricks. So I say it like this. It's not your responsibility to make someone what you want them to be. People are who they are. And when you try to change people, you end up in a bad position because uh, it's not your responsibility to change them. They come in as who they are. And if you can accept who they are, then you can have a good relationship. But if who they are rubs up against who you are, no good. Wow, that's pretty deep. Okay, thank you for that. I want to ask you all this. Um, there are people that are in these relationships and they, they're in love you know, they've invested a lot of time, they've made many sacrifices, and they believe that they have shown themselves to be loyal and faithful, but their significant other just doesn't want to get married. You know, they've been together for, I don't know, months, years even. So what should that person do if they want to get married and, and they're, you know, investing all this time and, and, you know, making all these sacrifices, but their significant other does not want to get married. They'll, they'll be in the relationship, but they don't want to get married. What should that well, person I do? Some, I have some thoughts on that. I'm, I'm going to let Laura tackle that first, and then <laughs> okay. I'm going to piggyback off of her. Okay. Um, I would say in a situation like that, um, you can't really make someone do something that they want to that, that they don't want to do. So 
and that's why it's really good in the beginning of the relationship that you kind of uh, talk about some things. I know some people say it's kind of taboo right in the beginning of a relationship to be asking, you want to get married? But that is really a good, important question um, in the beginning of a relationship to see where their thought pattern is and where they assume or predict that maybe the relationship will go because then you kind of put it out there, what it is that you're trying to do. You're not trying to waste time, you know. Right. So um, if you come to a point where you said, you know, well, this is kind of where I feel like I want the relationship to go, I want to get married, and that other person doesn't want to, then you got to figure out a way to detach and pull yourself away and out of that relationship because you can't make somebody do what they don't want to do. You can't make somebody be what they don't want to be. It kind of piggybacks off what my husband was just saying. Who they are is just who they are. So you got to kind of chuck up and say, okay, you know, I've wasted some time and I did put all this investment and do all these things. That's why it's really important to try to get that out in the beginning. That way you don't waste the time. You don't wait all the different things you've invested. Finances, your emotions, everything. Because if you get that out in the beginning, you don't have that strong emotional attachment to them because you already say, okay, no, this is not what this person wants. Mm-hmm. And then you can determine from there if we're just going to be friends. And I don't mean like real close personal friends, but just friends. Well, I see you. Hey, how you doing? But it just wasn't going to be that type of relationship where it blossomed into an actual union as you thought it would. But you know what? Let me throw right? this in there. Can I throw this in there? Laura, you yeah. have some people that say, oh, yeah, I want to get married. Yeah, I want to get married. You know, they say it. They're not showing the actions, though. But, you know, you have those people that say it. So if you do talk to someone in the beginning and they say, oh, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I want to get married. But years okay. go by, you know, what 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 do you do? That's a good point. Because you're hanging That's off that word because they did say it. You know, they did say, oh, yeah, yeah, let's get married. Let's love, you know. Guys will say whatever you want to hear in the beginning. What, what do you think on that line? That's true what you're saying. They will say it if that's what they think you want to hear. But you can kind of establish a timeline to say, okay, maybe by this point we should kind of know for sure because you're still getting to know each other, you know. But do you at least put it out front. You know, I'm looking for someone that I could spend the rest of my life with, mm. someone that I could get married to. You know, so once you put that on, they say what they say. Have in your mind, okay, there's a certain time. It don't take that long to figure out if this is your soulmate or somebody you want to spend the rest of your life with. It, it don't take that long. Mm-hmm. So establish within yourself a timeline, and whether or not he speaks it or she speaks it or not, say, I figure maybe about this time we should know whether or not this is a match made in heaven. And when it gets to that point and you say, hey, you said you know, if you wanted to get married, you know, I think by now we know whether or not we're compatible and we're soulmates. Like, let's just do this. And if, like I say again, they don't want to do it, you can't make somebody do something they don't want to do. You can't make them get ready for something maybe they're not even mature and ready for. Because being married takes maturity. Mm. So maybe it's something that they're not ready to do and commit to. But you got to know within yourself, hey, this is it. I've invested enough time, my resources, my emotions, my feeling, everything. This is not what they want, and I know what I want. And you just have to end it, stop losing the waste of your time, and just move on. And let me say this, because the wasting part, the longer you wait, the worse it becomes. 
Mm. So one thing I want to add for the women, I want to add for the women and I want to add for the men, um, for the women, do not be a wife to a boyfriend. If, if you're doing everything that a wife is doing and he's not contributing, uh, he's not your husband. He hasn't made the commitment to put a ring on your finger. He hasn't got into the conversation of, look, I'm looking to be married I, 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 because in a relationship, you feel and feed off of each other. And, it, it, and he feels that desire to get married. He sees you doing what a wife does, and he's not moving towards that direction. You've been a wife to a boyfriend. Let him go early. And it, the, the breakup won't be as hard because if you're being a wife to a boyfriend, I guarantee you that relationship is 80-20 in favor of the wife. As in, and 20 to the man that's to roll only as a boyfriend. And they'll string you along. I say, we'll string you along. As long as you're cooking for us, you cleaning for us, and we haven't put a ring on your finger, you're doing the things in the bedroom, and we haven't put a ring on your finger, we're going to let you continue to do all that stuff. And then this is going to be the hard conversation. Well, I'm doing this for you. I'm doing that for you. He's going to say, I didn't ask you to do all that, Ooh. and that's when you're going to lose it and go try to bust him upside his head. But he didn't ask you to do all that. You thought that by doing this, you would get what you wanted from him, that he would see the qualities of a wife and that he would eventually marry you. So uh, as Laura mentioned, maturity has to be present in a relationship. And so when you're, well, first of all, don't be a wife to a boyfriend. Mm. Set boundaries on what you will and will not do, and also what you will and will not accept. And when you do that, he's going to either mature or he's going to leave. Either way, it's going to be good for you. Because if he leaves, his intentions were not good in the first place. And even if he do find somebody else, he's gonna he's not going to be good to them either. And so you have to have enough respect for yourself set boundaries of what I will and will not accept. Now for the men, you guys have to have up and upfront and honest conversation. Uh, if a woman asks you what are your intentions or what are you, what is the end game in this relationship? Uh, uh, women are typically more mature than men are uh, because you guys grow up playing with dolls while we grow up playing with army men in cars. And we do the same thing when we grow up. You taught responsibility as a child. You're taking care of a baby doll. Mm -hmm. We crash in cars. <laughs> <laughs> We're not just driving cars. We crash in cars. How irresponsible is that? But that's what we learn. We learn to play. And we'll play as long as you let us. Mm. But don't get it mistaken. When it comes time to be, when it comes time to be serious, mature, maturity, maturity will sprout up in a man. Because he knows what he has to do. He knows that he's supposed to take care of. It's innate. It's in him. And uh, if he's mature and he has somebody in front of him that he can make a life with, then he's going to do the right thing. Now, if you don't give him that, that opportunity, though, if you don't present to him that marriage is my end game, he'll string it along and you'll just be living with somebody for 27 years. Ooh, wow. Wow. That was some deep stuff right there. 
I hope you all are taking this stuff in. That was that was raw, but it was real. Thank you for that. Um, this next question kind of ties into that, and it may seem a little uh, like rhetorical or common sense, but there's many people that go through this. Um, how do you know if you're being taken advantage of in a relationship? Ooh, like, how, how do you know that? That's a good one. We yeah. can both talk about that. So, um, I'll touch a little bit on both sides, but I'll leave the majority of the one side to Laura. So, when it comes to being taken advantage of on both sides of the game, when you're putting in more than the other person is putting in, and mm. that's hard to say. That's the thing that's hard to judge because somebody may be giving their all, and their all is just little. It's just not enough. It's like asking somebody who's poor to give you a million dollars. They just don't have it. So it's a tough thing to say. But when it comes to just emotional things, when it comes to, to a small degree, natural things, um, you can look at it and be honest with yourself. If you're putting in all the work and they're not putting in any work, you're being taken advantage of. Hmm. So... You don't want to see your uh, significant other suffer. So when it comes to even work around the house, you're not sitting up playing a video game all day waiting for her to cook dinner. She cooks dinner, and then she has to wash the dishes, and then she has to put the kids to bed. This person is taking advantage of you. Mm. You've got to keep in mind, too, this is single. This is as a single perspective. Well, single, single people are in those type of relationships. That's true. This is a single relationship that, and we need to bag up too, because that's not a good relationship. Don't start uh, buying things that married people um, put together. Yes. In a single relationship, so don't buy a house together and you're single, because that's going to be a hard breakup there. It's going to be hard. Wow. Okay. Laura, did you want to ask? Nobody take advantage of you. You pretty much kind of know if you're being taken advantage of. You know um, if you're putting out the best that you have, and you can kind of understand and know whether or not the other person is putting forth the best that you have. It is That's just like common sense. I mean, you gauge and understand where a person is. It's just like what he said. You can't expect somebody that's poor to give you a billion dollars. But from your heart, things speak. So it doesn't have to take something really big to let me know you love me, you appreciate me, that you're thinking of me. You know, money is not the way to do everything. Sometimes it could just be the small things. And then understanding that that's the best that they can do because you know, what someone is available, uh, uh, able to do. So you have to rightly judge it and determine, okay, is this their best? Is this coming from their heart? Because you can, you can feel what somebody is feeling in their heart because mm-hmm. it, it speaks right to your heart. So just weigh it and determine whether or not, you know, if this is a good thing or am I really taking advantage of Because deep down inside, you already know. It don't take somebody from the outside to tell you. You really know. You're just not being truthful to yourself. Mm. Mm. So the key takeaway is be truthful to yourself. Yep. Yep. To thine own self be true. To thine own self be true. That's good stuff. That's good.
Wow, that concludes part one of the I Shall Not Be Fooled series. I really enjoyed this episode and I hope you did too. So do me a favor and share this with someone. I know that they're going to be blessed by it. And if you have not already, you definitely want to subscribe because there are two more episodes in this series. And they are going to be so good. I don't want anyone to miss out. Don't forget, you can stay connected with us on social media. We are on Facebook as well as Instagram at Change My Life Podcast. Wow. Who knew? Being true to myself would change my life.